This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 581, comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, May 23rd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 581. It's uh, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, May 23rd. We're recording this on a, a beautiful June, what, June 2nd. Uh, so a little late on this. Uh, I was actually out of town uh, last weekend. I went to uh, beautiful Philadelphia to watch the Blue Jays play the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. And for the first time, I started doing these road trips uh, with my wife to see the Blue Jays on the road. I started doing that in 2015. So in 2015, we saw them play uh, the White Sox. In 2016, we got to see them play the Red Sox on the road. 2017, we got to see them play the Angels and the Indians on the road, uh, as well as, actually, now that I think about it, 2016, we also got to see them uh, play on the road in the postseason against the Indians, which is how I saw them play twice uh, during the 2017 season. And uh, after all those games, of which we had been, I think we were at that point, um, zero and six, <laughs> which is awful, uh, which is no fun at all uh, to see that many losses. Uh, so this year we went to Philadelphia and uh, we got to, we saw them lose the first game. We're like, okay, we're now zero and seven. And uh, at the on the Sunday game, we were watching them play. And the group behind us, uh, we got to talking with them, and they were Phillies fans, and they were saying that every game they go to, they see the Phillies lose, even though they're having a winning season. And at the time, they were briefly in first place that weekend, and they were mentioning how you know they had just not been able to see a win. And we we're like, okay, well, whose whose streak is going to continue? Whose streak will finally get snapped? Uh, thankfully, it was finally ours. So uh, now we are one and seven, watching the Blue Jays on the road. That's my wife and my son. As uh, every year, we try to do a road trip to see the Blue Jays play someone on the road, and if possible, see another team as well. Uh, uh, it's actually our first of two team, two trips this year as we're going to see the Tampa Bay Rays uh, in September after the tail end of Walt Disney World trip. But that's not why you downloaded this podcast, at least I hope not. Uh, the real reason why you downloaded this podcast was to hear some reviews for some of the books that came out May 23rd, which, as I record this, is a long time ago. It's uh, 10 days ago now. Um, so it's not going to feel as relevant, so I'll be a little bit quick getting through. Um, with being away for past weekend and then just kind of back into work uh, since Wednesday, just haven't had a chance to sit down and actually record a podcast super bummed about it actually did record a podcast uh for a, a different podcast um which unfortunately due to technical snafus will actually probably never end up seeing the light of day just because uh there was an, an issue with recording my half of the conversation which is really unfortunate and tragic and hopefully at some point i will be invited back on the fortress of salt uh, sorry the cave of solitude i should say um i was lucky enough to be asked back uh, for another episode, and we had a great chat for an hour and a half, and uh, unfortunately it's lost to the ether of time, but one of those uh, magical moments will, which will only exist for both Eric Anthony and myself. So let's talk about books that came out May 23rd. So the books I will not be talking about include the following. Batgirl, Batman Beyond, Black Panther, Detective Comics, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, Incredible Hulk, Justice League No Justice, Legion, Miro, Queen of Atlantis, Moon Knight, Old Man Hawkeye, Old Man Logan, uh, Shield by Hickman and Weaver, Spider-Man, Deadpool, Star Wars, Doctor Afra, Star Wars: The Last Jedi adaptation, um, Star Wars, Star Wars Annual. Oh my God, a lot of Star Wars. Obviously, timed on, on purpose. Uh, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, Suicide Squad, Super Sons, The Silencer, The Terrifics, Weapon X, Wonder Woman, X-Men, Gold, and You Are Deadpool. Which means that what did I get a chance to read? Well, first up, we have uh, Champions number twenty. Um, I'm actually really enjoying uh, the, the kind of the, the new take and the new characters that are on this book now. Uh, this is written by Jim Zub, artwork by Sean Isaacs. 
Uh, I really enjoyed it. And obviously we're seeing a new character kind of being created who's going to become part of the champions. I thought the artwork was incredibly smooth. Um, it was just it, it, the book looks great. This is fantastic art. It tells a good, concise story, great characterization, all the different characters who are in it. Um, I was really digging this all the way through, and Zub is writing a, a fantastic script. Um, I thought it was really enjoyable and engaging. It didn't lean too hard on. I, I just thought it was well balanced. I guess is the end of the at the end of the day, and seeing um, you know the classic uh, Alpha Flight villain, I thought was a nice touch as well. Because uh, how often do you get to see uh, what was his name, the Master of the World? Um, you don't get to see him that often, and he was played really well here. And I like how the champions have gone to have to really think about where they stand. And uh, I, I thought this was a fantastically well done read. Um, obviously, we're seeing a new character getting introduced and created, and I thought that was really fun as well. This was solid all the way through. It was just such a, a pleasure to read, and it's nice to have a book that you know you just enjoy reading and. You know, the characters all feel on point, and it's kind of the best versions of those characters. My only downside, only downside, and I don't think it's a real downside, but it just feels like Marvel is caring less and less about Sam Alexander recently. And uh, I'm glad that he's still in this book, although he feels like he gets silent kind of quickly. Uh, but I just feel like he was he was Marvel's new Nova, and now Richard Rider's back, and you know he's the focus on other books. And I just feel like the, we're getting less and less of Sam Alexander and his story. And I'm really bummed about that because I, I enjoyed the three volumes. I think it was three, uh, or maybe just two, but the two volumes that um, Sam Alexander got as Nova, and I really dug it. And you know, I was very skeptical when his series first came on the scene, and I came to love the character and his world. And I'm just, I'm bummed out that the only place we kind of get him now is in this book. Uh, not to say I don't like this book. I just, I, I just love Sam Alexander and wish he got a little bit more face time. But it's hard when you have a team book with all these different characters who are all so vibrant. But most of these characters have their own book, and I guess that's my only issue is that you know him and Viv. I'm just trying to think who's even on this team. Miles Morales obviously has his own book, uh, although I think. It's going to be a little while before we see his book, but he does technically have one. Uh, I guess Ironheart doesn't really have a book of her own anymore now that Iron Man's back. So I guess she's kind of orphaned. Um, Viv is obviously orphaned. Miss Marvel has her own popular book. I guess I guess now that I think about it, I feel like there was a time when most of these characters had books, but now they don't. Because, you know, Riri had a book, Hulk had a book, Spider-Man book had a book, Miss Marvel had a book, Nova used to have a book. Um, so, like, Viv was kind of like one of the odd ones out. And now... You know, I, I guess only a few of these characters, maybe three of them, actually have their own books, and the rest of them don't. Um, so I, I guess I have to be a little bit more fair. Uh, I just want more Nova. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to give this an eight and a half. It was really good. I really dug it. Next up is Iron Man, Invincible Iron Man number six hundred. What a mess! What was this? I this this book frustrates me to no end. It just of all the ways for Bendis to go out, it just felt like this was the worst way to come. Like, wasn't this his last Marvel work? And, and this is it? Like, it's just, it's not good. Um, I didn't like this. This was the Search for Tony Stark finale. Uh, artwork by Stefano Caselli, Alex Malev, David Marquez, Daniel Acuna, Lionel Francis Yu, Jerry, uh, sorry, um, Larry, Lionel Francis Yu and Jerry Ellen Guillon, Jim Chung, Mike Delgado Jr., Mark Bagley, Andrew Hennessy, and Scott Hanna, and Andrea Sorrentino. So an amazing series of artists on a hot dumpster fire of a comic. There is so much unnecessary narration that's here that I just I didn't like. Um, like the it, it was just such an overload of nothing. Like of, it's just there's so much words, and I just felt like a lot of it didn't mean anything, didn't add anything. The fact that somehow. 
Jim Rhodes is back to life bugs the shit out of me, and I, I don't even understand what happened or how or why or what the hell is going on. But to be honest, I don't care because it's not good. I don't need you know Jim Rhodes to be back. I just feel like what, what's the point of him even coming back? What's the point of any of this? Like, I just felt this entire issue kind of brought things to a close, but so haphazardly. And I just found myself so so uninterested in what was going on. It just felt like a giant mess. It was not a coherent story. Um, the art was good for the most part, except for, again, I think Malev is just out of his element here. Um, the other art was good, but again, unnecessary. I just, this this was not good. This was, this was bad. This is, this is, this is pretty bad. Um, I don't think I enjoyed any of this. Um, I don't think even a lot of it even made sense. And, uh, it just felt like a very, like, this is what Bendis was on the last, like, year of his Marvel tenure. And it was not good. It was scattershot. It didn't make a lot of sense. It was incoherent. His Iron Man started out so strong with that first volume with Marquez. And everything since then was just not good. And this was, like, the worst of it. I'm going to give it a five. My reasoning here is I'm giving the story, like, a one and the art, like, a four. Because the art's pretty good for the most part, except for Malev, who I just think is miscast. It's not bad art. I just don't think it's for him. I don't think it's his style. I don't think it's a character he should be working on. Um, yeah, not good. Next up is Hunt for Wolverine, Mystery, and Majapur. This is by Jim Zub and uh, Tony Silas. You know, I'll admit, the first few pages, I was not a fan of Silas's artwork. And then as the issue progressed, I definitely started to enjoy it more. It's definitely stylized, um, exaggerated, but as it went on, I, could, I started to really enjoy it. Um, could be an interesting story. I'm interested to see where it goes from here, how the characters get developed, how Viper gets developed. Uh, I'm definitely in to see where this goes. That's two gyms up books in one week. Uh, I'm going to give this a seven. I think the artwork brings it down a little bit. It's not bad. It's not bad art. It's just stylized in a certain way that wasn't to my taste personally. Uh, next up is infinity countdown. Darkhawk number one. Uh, this is by, I'm trying to remember who the creative team is on this. Uh, it's by Chris Sims and Chad Bowers with art by gang. Hayek Lim. I thought the artwork was actually really good, really entertaining, stylized, but um, never kind of lost sense of itself. I thought the storyline was really interesting, um, really kind of showing that that recent Dark Hawk book really mattered, because you're a little lost if you haven't read that here, to understand what Chris Powell is doing, uh, kind of gets him involved in the Infinity Countdown storyline. Um, this was good. I, I actually quite enjoyed this. I'm excited to see where they take the Dark Hawk character in the rest of this storyline. Uh, I'm going to give that an 8 out of 10. I thought it was much better than I would have expected. It was really good. And last but not least, we have The Flash. This is uh, The Flash 47. Uh, this is part of, I guess, uh, Flash War Part 1. Uh, let's see. who uh, I'm trying to remember who wrote this. I believe it's the same creative team we've had in a while. Um, let's see. Why can't I find the credits here? Joshua Williamson wrote it with our work by Howard Porter. Um... This was this was entertaining. Um, I thought Howard Porter's artwork I really enjoyed. I thought it was you know really like, st- like at times it almost reminded me of Carmine Di- Domenico, but it was still undeniably Howard Porter. Um, I liked his take on this. Um, I liked the story. Is getting to a place where I think I'm going to enjoy it more. I think it's just problematic when you're dealing with. 
things that kind of happened pre-Flashpoint and post-Flashpoint and trying to understand it. A character like Flash is even more problematic as they're trying to kind of introduce elements of Wally West history, uh, even though, like, obviously things have really gone haywire. Um, but, like, we got a picture of Max Mercury and the old Impulse here, I thought, which, which was cool. Um, I'm interested to see how... Hunter Zolomon's going to kind of work together with Wally West and how they're going to work on that. For the most part, I think it definitely draws me in. It makes um, the fact that Barry and Wally kind of have a rift, it, more, it seems more feasible based on the kind of the ending here and why they would, might have to go up against each other than their kind of schism during um, uh, the recent Gorilla, Gorilla Grodd story. Uh, but I thought this was really good and an 8 out of 10 in my book. I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to next week that we'll be talking about on episode 583. Um, so May 30th releases, I will for sure be talking about Amazing Spider-Man 800, Batman Prelude to the Wedding, Robin vs. Al Ghul, uh, uh, Infinity Countdown, Captain Marvel, and Marvel 2 and one I'll definitely be talking about those. And some other books that I might be talking about and don't know yet would include Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, Bane Conquest, Daredevil, Doomsday Clock, uh, Green Lanterns, uh, Green Arrow, they both had annuals. Justice League, No Justice, if I finally get caught up one of these days. Uh, Star Wars, Lando, Double or Nothing, number one. Super Sons, Dynamite Special, Man of Steel, number one. Punisher, X-Men Blue, X-Men Red Annual, and You Are Deadpool. Uh, so that is episode 581. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.